let your voice be heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of... We are back. So now that I just got ranting about that, I'm about to rant about something else. Do you guys remember back in the 1970s when we had the Iranian hostage crisis? Mm-hmm. Maybe you saw the movie Argo. Oh, maybe, maybe you are completely unsure what that's about, but essentially um, there was a lot of geopolitical maneuvering back in the 70s between the United States and the country of Iran, and that created a lot of problems because the United States felt that they really knew what was best for Iran and, uh, you know, Iranian people who had elected somebody else to be their leader really didn't like that the Americans were pushing them around and telling them what to do. And that is sort of just a brief insight and overview into sort of what created some of the problems. So... This week, following an article by the Wall Street Journal, Republicans were up in arms, and obviously uh, this is spread to Donald Trump and even some of our listeners uh, who were calling in earlier uh, mentioned it, but Republicans and and some people who are not Republicans were up in arms over this $400 million payment that was made to Iran back in January. Now, the GOP, or Republicans and conservatives, are claiming that this money was ransom for the release of four hostages, which started what is known as the quote-unquote hashtag pallets full of cash debate. However, this could not be further from the truth. So what is really going on? I'm about to break it down for you, explain what really is happening, and explain to you why this is nothing more than a fancy coincidence and not a scandal or anything really scandalous, despite the fact that the GOP wants to make anything involving Obama a scandal, including the fact that he's black. Um, So what are these payments really about? Here's the basics. In January, the United States government said it had sent $1.7 billion to Iran to set a decades-old financial dispute over an arms deal. The payment was announced the same day that the nuclear deal was completed, and that also happened to be the day that Tehran released four detained Americans. Does it seem shady? Sure, it seems a little shady, but sometimes in diplomacy, things happen simultaneously, and they aren't actually shady, they're just coincidental. So, what does this all have to do with? It goes all the way back to the Iranian Revolution, as I was mentioning at the beginning of the segment, when the Shah of Iran was still in power. During that time, the United States reached a $400 million arms deal with Iran, where Iran paid the United States $400 million, and and Washington was supposed to send weapons to the Shah. However, in 1979, after the overthrowing of the Shah, the new Islamist government decided that I'm sorry, they were holding American hostages, as I mentioned. There were shouts, death to America, were filling the streets. And so the United States government said hey, we're not going to send any arms over to Iran because, you know, what? it's probably not a good idea to send a bunch of uh, rifles over to Iran right now considering these people uh, clearly really don't like us. So they never sent the weapons. But you know what else they also didn't do? They also did not return the money. And so... They got sued, essentially, not in the le- not in the sense like a lawsuit like you would think of when you sue somebody for injuring you, but they got sued in front of an international legal tribunal. Um, and so the United States had to go to uh, this international tribunal, and um, at this international tribunal, there was a dispute about this $400 million that the U.S. accepted from the Iranians back in 1979 and never gave them the weapons and never returned their money. And so the tribunal was going to issue a ruling. Now... There's an, always an option, which is when you bring a lawsuit, There, even before you get a ruling from a judge, or in this case from a tribunal, you can decide you want to settle, right? And so 
the U.S. officials were really concerned that there was going to be a very damaging tribunal decision that not only was going to say that the U.S. had to pay, but was also going to say that the U.S. engaged in malicious activity. Of course, the U.S. did not want an international tribunal making this kind of broad ruling because it could have many, many international effects in our dealings with other countries. So instead, the U.S. decided to do what most reasonable people do when they are in a lawsuit, and that is they decided to settle before the international tribunal could actually issue a ruling. And as part of this settlement, they agreed that they would return the $400 million that they never gave to Iran or they never returned to Iran back in 1979 when they decided not to send them these weapons. So did everyone in the administration think this was payment was a good idea? Actually, no. Senior officials in the Justice Department actually objected to the payment. They said that it was going to look like a ransom. However, officials in the State Department overruled them and said, yes, it may look like a ransom, but if we get a damaging tribunal decision, not only may we have to pay them more money than $400 million, we may also get like trounced by this tribunal decision, and that could affect our standing internationally. Second question, why did they not just wire it into a bank in Tehran? Well, American sanctions have blocked Tehran from much of the international banking and financial system. There are few banks um, that will actually wire money to Iran. So because of this, the only option that the U.S. had was to wire the first installment to cash into a European bank and then to have the U.S. withdraw the money in Europe and make the delivery in cash. And this is a direct result of our own policies towards Iran that cuts them off from access to the banking system. Why did this happen in January? Well, Secretary of State John Kennan, sorry, former Secretary of State, uh, no, current Secretary of State John Kerry has said the administration wanted to clear away old contentious issues as the nuclear deal was being put in place. As I said, sometimes diplomacy um, can be coincidental. Uh, Essentially, because they were already negotiating this Iran deal and they didn't want this $400 million to become a sticking point in the Iran deal, they said, hey, it's better that we settle this first so that this doesn't become a problem later on. And the administration also did not see a benefit of dragging this out. Was it quid pro quo? Well, Obama said that the United States never pays ransoms, and the officials, as I said, attributed this to a break in the prisoner dispute to a climate in diplomacy that had they have cultivated through the nuclear negotiations and that the timing was a coincidence. Of course, critics say that it could not have been coincidence. For example, Kevin McCarthy, Republican from California, said... Quote, it sounds like a lot like a ransom payment to me. And even Iran agrees that it is uh, trying to portray the payment as being a quid pro quo. So in that sense, it it definitely looks shady. Um, However, you know, at the end of the day, it's not really that shady. Um, Will the GOP criticism be effective? Well, you know, listen, Republicans are always criticizing. Of course, Trump calls it a scandal. But because of the number of other issues going on in the Republican campaign, this is by no, it is by no means certain that Republicans are actually going to make this ransom argument stick. In closing, um, like I said, there is a simultaneous timing that does, in fact, make this two events seem suspicious, but more likely than not, it was purely coincidental because of the thawing in relationship between us and Iran due to the nuclear agreement. Um, This happens often in diplomacy. Two deals that are separate for the purposes of one nation's politics are sometimes linked to the benefit of another's and therefore can look shady, even though they are nothing more than a coincidence. And, you know, this is just another one of those things where Republicans are trying to make a mountain out of the molehill as far as I'm concerned, and I really don't think it's going to go anywhere. 
So thank you so much for that, Alyssa. I had a friend. I didn't even know about this. A friend messaged me. <laughs> and got, guys, we wanted out was Ash Cash. That show is coming up in about three minutes, and they're going to have a great show for you, so look forward to that. But um, so as I was saying, a friend messaged me, and he said, this is Obama's Katrina. That was literally his comment to me. Whoa. This is Obama's Katrina because apparently Hurricane Katrina is the same thing as sending $400 million to Iran. Hey, who knows? Maybe it is. But anyways, guys, Alyssa really cleared it up for me, so now I can go and argue with this guy and give him facts that he won't listen to anyway. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, so much for listening to another episode of Let Your Voice Be Heard. We are getting out of here now, but we will be back next week. Well, actually, some of us will be back. Alyssa will be back. I will be